Yeah. It's all right. It's okay. I do this you all the time. You can do it anyway. It's all right. Are we up? We ready? I think, yeah, we should be up. There we go. So Nice. All right, we vibing. All right, dang. Oof. Frankie, you got I'm doing my vocal exercises. I'm okay, doing my Bee Gees. <laughs> I'm doing my Bee Gees. Staying gotta... alive. Staying alive. Staying alive. Oh, During my COVID God. In monkeypox. <laughs> oh, my God. You said monkeypox. You know they want to change the name of it? Oh, man. I can't even believe that is the name of uh, yeah. another disease just... that we got spreading around. Oh, my God. They're just messing. Who's that? They're just stepping in the room. Somebody said hello already. First one in the room. What's going on? Whoever that is, I can't see from here because the screen's too far. That, that is Amadeo. Hey, what's Amadeo, going on? what up? Oh, man. Amadeo in the room already. Nice. Haven't seen him in a while. Hope all is well. Yeah, man. Peace, love, and blessings. Uh, Frankie, man. Yo, man, you excited? Football season is upon us. Do you do fantasy football? So let me tell you something. Every year, and that's so funny you asked me that. Every year, I tell because I used to do it hardcore in the beginning. Like when fantasy football was like the big thing and everybody wanted to do it, I was like, oh, I'm so excited. And I thought it'd be cool because I get to know, you know, it makes you really invested because you get to know all the players of every team. Because normally I just follow my team and I keep it pushing. Right. Then with fantasy football, you got to kind of open your your eyes to everybody, all talent, because anybody could, like, help your team win that week, right? Yep. So, anyway, long story less long, I used to play, like, three, four leagues at a time, blow a lot of money, not win any of them. <laughs> oh, no. I'm, dude, I, I, so far, I'm in one league. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to have another league. Um, probably yeah. by, the, by the end of this week, I should be on a second league. Oh, wow. I, I, I love it. So, so I used to love it. But then it was like, uh, then you get into these disputes where people are arguing over trades and some insider trading happening. People give up midseason because they know they're not going to make the playoffs. So they start dumping their players and giving it to people. No, so not, not the league that I see. Yeah. I used so to I be in this league. This yeah. is the league that I have with my, with my nephews out in Pennsylvania. Yeah. And I left the league. Yeah. So it's been like almost 10 years wow. to get back into the league. Wow. So I finally got back in. I'm like, yeah, I'm in. I can't wait. And it's very it's very like competitive. You know, yeah. you're not going in here and you're going to be a rookie. They're oh, going to eat see, you alive. See, no, no. See, I need more casual. So, no. <laughs> I'm and, not trying to watch the waiver wire every week no more. No. So, and if you try to pull like one of those schemes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have three, four other people that have, have to, to prove it. it. I like Yo, that. Yeah. They weren't see that wasn't really heavily implemented back then when I was like heavy into it. So it led to a lot of disputes and a lot of money on the line. It was a few times I ended up in the championship, ended up losing, or I had a player that got injured, and I got I got disgusted. So then I I, I slowly stepped away from it. So I'm done with all fantasy stuff, and I was doing everything. I did fantasy football, basketball, baseball. I did them all, and then I said I'm done. I'm done. I wasted enough money with this nonsense, and then one of my few coworkers who were much more casual and chill. We have a fantasy football league. We do, um, but it's through FanDuel. Okay. And, and FanDuel, it's just about who can make the best lineup. It's not like you're locked into a specific roster. So everybody could pick from the same slew of players, and you just try to basically end up with the most points every week. No. we. Um... So, yeah. So And then I'm in another league where it's more like your traditional league where you draft and you get your players and week to week, you try to make your lineup and so forth. So I, I do have another league that's like that. But I'm only doing these two leagues, which are much more 
chill leagues, more people who are laid back because I, I can't get into the crazies no more. No, I'm I'm, I'm like in, into the crazies. I, Frankie, that does not surprise me. <laughs> yeah, so so I am like. So the one league, the the one with the with the with the family that I took forever to get back in. Yeah. If you don't know your stuff, yeah, you're dead in the you're, water. You're dead. I, and and during the draft, yeah, they they they're just gonna bash you. Oh yeah, they're really gonna get like into that. You. You're you're in the league where if somebody's on auto pick, no, get kicked out. They, they're out. They're yeah, done. Yeah 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 yeah. There is I've no auto pick. Yeah yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And it's, it has to be a live draft. I do have to say, I love that women are getting into fantasy football. Yeah, more well, women are now engrossed in fantasy football, and I dig that because now it gives them uh, appreciation of the game, and they're now able to share in some of the banter and and some of the stats and stuff like that. I think that's super cool that uh, more women are getting into fantasy football and stuff like that. I think that's cool. It's it's good. The hardest one for me was baseball. I did fantasy. Baseball is too long, man. It's too long of a. Season. I'm never doing that again. I, I did it one time. I said never. It's horrible. It's, Bro, it, you you don't you you never get a break. You never get it. I was like, no, it was taking up too much of my time. And then God forbid you had injuries. So yeah, oh uh, yeah, over that. So, hey. so that that one we're definitely not a not a fan of, and I don't even bother with anymore. But um, this one's good. That's I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we're going to be um, our draft is next weekend, so nice. It's gonna be fun. Nice. That's awesome, man. Um, Frank, let me ask you a question because I had some of my experience um the other day, and I'm curious what it happened for you. It's like you know now I'm getting older. You know I feel like there's things that are happening to me that didn't used to obviously happen. I'm uh, noticing when I get out of bed, I'm hand feeling the aches. I move a little bit slower, and I want to ask you, Frankie, what was the moment that you realized? Dang, I, I'm old. Like, what was that moment for you? I'm going to tell you what my moment was. I, I sneezed and got a cramp. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I was like, not you. And then I, I, got, I got stuck. It was like a charley horse in my stomach. Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, ah. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't get it out. I, I was stretching. I said, wait, how old you got to be to sneeze and get a cramp in your stomach? Like, <laughs> Yeah, no. So I'm not that bad yet. No, I, I do know. Occasionally, I've gotten the uh, I, I wake up to a, a trolley horse. Okay, okay, you got the stanky leg when yeah, you wake and, up. Yeah, and, and you know, you lock I, up. I, I'm hitting Karen. Wake up, wake up! You gotta move my leg. You gotta move my leg. You gotta move my leg. <laughs> but but that's the worst. I mean, like I'm not like one of those people that gets up and you hear uh, your knees uh, crack when you bend uh, down. No, your knees don't crack when you bend down, no. Frankie. Get out of here, dude. First of all, you know I'm a freak of nature when it was, comes to stuff like that. I, I know, but still, you should have Rice Krispie noises no, when you not, when not you squat. One. Not one. All right, how about this? You 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 be craving naps? No. You don't crave naps? Nothing. Get out of here, Frankie. No naps. Um, Yo, you're not human. I I've told you this before. <laughs> I, I get up. You know, it's time I to get up. I get up. Now I'll get up like four o'clock in the morning sometimes, and I'll come here. I'll turn the TV on. Yeah. In the in in the in the studio. And then I'll, I'll I'll pass out because it's still morning. Yeah. But like during the day, going oh I need a nap. No. Well, you drink like how much of coffee a day? Like give or take, how many cups of coffee are you drinking a day? Just one now. One. Yeah. Okay. All right. You rehabilitated now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No man, I crave naps now. Uh, when I when I go to pick something up, the knees pop. They go. Sound like Rice Krispie nope. treats. Don't have those problems. Um, I definitely uh, feel a little stiffness <laughs> throughout my day. Really? But no, but once I get going, I'm, I'm fine. But it's just it's just a sign of age, man. And it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Age is a beautiful thing. No? Yeah, man. Oh, man, I got a whole bunch of stuff to talk to you about. I have a slew of topics, man. So before we go into that, I, yeah? just, I just got a text that um, 
uh, Jimmy from Jimmy from Patterson. What Patterson. up? His father's not doing well, so oh, prayers to him and the family. Yeah, sorry about that, Jimmy. Um, hope everything comes out okay. Uh, please yeah. keep me posted. Definitely. And um, just wanted to let you let let you know let you know because obviously you've you've chatted. Yeah, with yeah, him yeah, here. yeah, definitely. And he's been a friend friend of the family for over thirty years. Yeah, so. man. I hope uh, definitely. Um, hope his father has a speedy recovery. I hope he he he's doing well and uh, gets better. Okay. So we got a couple of things that we got to talking about before we start jumping out. Before other we, stuff, you want to talk about this now before we get to the show? No, 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 no. Oh, before we get to the show, yeah, because I want to tell you we got a new country. We got a new country. How do you even keep track anymore? Because we, not to brag, but we went like sixty countries up and we lost track. Like before, we used to do an announcement. It'd be like, "Hey, Mexico, hey, man, Jamaica." Then it was like sixty at once, and we were like, "All right, yo, there's no, I can't even do enough." Yeah. <laughs> so no, I actually have to export the file now. Yeah, that's and crazy. I have to compare it to the my 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 previous file. Wow, but, only Frankie. Um, well, it's a CSV. It's easy. This, this guy. Just, it's easy. Don't so, worry, I just do a little VLOOKUP on my Excel spreadsheet, and I'm able to decipher <laughs> which countries are... <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's pretty. That's exactly what I did, too. Oh, my God, I'm a nerd. I'm a nerd. Oh, Thanks, Jesus. Man. Lord have mercy. So, um, Who's our new country? Ethiopia. I don't want to add a new I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Ethiopia. Yeah, <laughs> what up, Ethiopia? Ethiopia uh, is part of uh, the idiots now. Nice, nice. Welcome, Ethiopia. You know, you know. And let me tell you something. Matter of fact, I'm glad you brought Africa up because my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law they visited this weekend, this past weekend, um, and they went on a safari, um, and they went to Africa. Right? Oh, okay. They, they went to Botswana. They went to South Africa. They went to, uh, I think it's Mali, Mali. Okay. Um, they went to, uh, what is the other? They said uh, a really up and coming country over there in Africa. He said he was just. I think it was Botswana, where he says that the culture shift there because they're they're embracing of technology over there, and basically with everything outside of the safari, obviously, like he's in a jeep, and they're in a jeep. They're passing prides of lions like they were dogs and cats, and I'm like, bro, you you crazy. He's passing leopards, rhinos, hippopotamus. They went in literally into the river canoeing with hippopotamuses that in the water. I said, y'all different. And then they even went out at night. It was like from 3 to 8 p.m., I think, one of the uh, safari expeditions. Like, And they went hiking <laughs> from 3 to 8. You know animals are more active at night, right? Yeah, you don't do this. Yeah, I, they, they, but you know what's crazy? They were saying how, obviously, you're there with a tour guide, and... This is such a big tourist attraction. They treat you like VIP, like you're president to them because they can't afford to have any bad news happen at their uh, resort because this is a big tourist attraction. So they make sure that everything that they do is to the utmost conservative viewpoint to make sure that you're protective. So anyway, long story less long. What they were describing over there in some of the countries of Africa was how revolutionized over there, like how up and coming they are, how they were like emerging, like where uh, I think specifically Botswana, how the culture there was, everybody had a job. There was no poverty. There was like no crime. Like he said, you could literally leave your wallet on the middle of the street and nobody would touch it. You could literally leave it in the street, go inside a restaurant, come no. back out and it would still be there. Yo, they said that's zero crime. And he said, not Patterson. I don't think anywhere in New Jersey you could do that. Uh, except maybe a farm somewhere. But um, 
No, but it just it really just opened my eyes to like how thing how we basically misinterpret uh, these other countries over there and the culture over there because some of these places probably are mu- probably much more ahead of us when it comes to cultural dynamics and how they treat people. He says it was just some of the nicest people there. Everyone was extremely friendly. And I had another friend who who parents went to to Africa as well and was just saying how sweet and lovely the people were over there during their trip there. So I just think it's pretty cool, man. And uh, so shout out to Ethiopia and all the other beautiful African countries over there. Uh, it's definitely on my bucket list to make a trip out there one day. I'll oh, definitely got to go out there. I've, yeah. I've always wanted to go out there, but I also want to travel. I, I really yeah. want to go and explore different things. What's on your bucket list of travel locations that you do? Like, I got it. I got to see Egypt. Like, I got to see Egypt. See, yeah. Bali. I want to go to Bali. I want to nice. go to Thailand. I definitely want to go to Japan. Oh, absolutely. Japan's definitely up there. I got it. I want to see those temples in, in person, man. All right, so I, I don't know if we're having technical issues because I'm not seeing anything coming on here. Oh, man, we're having a little mixed cloud issues, but you know what? We're still going to keep on rocking since we're being recorded. Yeah. And, we're well, mixed cloud is trying to get it together. I'm not sure if you guys can hear us, but... Um, we'll, we'll just keep it going. We'll keep it going. Frankie, why don't you go ahead and let's just hit the music, and then we could try to refresh the mixed cloud while the music is rocking, and we're going to get this party started. All right, guys, let's get it going. We're going to get the vibes set. We're going to get the vibes going. And uh, we're going to pod today, man. I got a lot of fun topics today. We're going to get it in today, Frankie. Okay, so we're get, we, they are getting audio now. All right, they're getting audio. Cool. All right, so let's do this. We're rocking and roll. Let's get it going. Let's get the beats. I don't want to win, I don't want Ethiopia. I don't want to win. They say three is a magic number. Three Pete. Welcome to season three. You're now rocking with the best. In the Cloud Radio proudly presents. Presents. Presents Life Lessons with Idiots. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to Life Lessons with Idiots. We're your hosts, Frankie and Rashawn, and it's time to preheat the oven. It's time to cook up in here. Come for the music and comedy, but stay for the lessons. They're definitely and still, still. not the smartest in the room. I was like, what? <laughs> they were like clapping. They were like... <laughs> Hey, man. <laughs> so, you released the demons. <laughs> My mother looked at me. She said, boy, that boy got an anointing on him. <laughs> but they're definitely not the dumbest. So here we go again. Life Lessons with Idiots. Hey, welcome to Life Lessons with Idiots. We're your hosts, Frankie and Rashawn. Today is August 24th, 2022. And we're here rocking and rolling once again with the boys. Uh, you guys know how to reach us. Please make sure to follow us on Spotify as well as on Apple Podcasts, Samsung Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Alexa, whatever is your favorite streaming service. Please make sure to follow us on there so you can stay up to date with all of our newest episodes. For those of you who would like to join us in our live chat feed, when it's working properly, it is glorious. When it's not, we don't know what to do. <laughs> we just keep on going and pray to God that eventually it will turn around. But yes, if you do want to participate in the, in the live chat as the show is happening and participate with the other fellow idiots in our chat room, please go to mixcloud.com and look up in the cloud radio and follow us. 
So whether you're listening to our awesome presentation of Life Lessons with Idiots or whenever Frankie gets the little tingle in his in his fingers to want to put on a DJ mix, you'll be alerted of when he we're going live and be able to tune in and enjoy whatever audio experience that is happening at that time. But more than likely, just also enjoy uh, the podcast and participate in the conversation. If you have any questions or if you want to reach out to us, please always feel free to send us an email at lifelessonswithidiots at gmail.com. And yeah, follow us on our socials, Instagram, Facebook. We are on there. Uh, I believe we're on Twitter as well. So give us a follow and uh, stay up to date with us. All right, man. Frankie, I got all the disclaimers out of the way, bro. Oh, okay, cool. So let's see if I can get a live. All right. We don't know what's happening. Mixcloud is just kind of like spinning right now. So ladies and gentlemen, if we are unable to see what's happening in the chat, uh, we're sorry. <laughs> Hopefully uh, a few refreshes away from getting this thing back to stabilization. Yeah. But you guys can hear us, correct? Yeah. Ho- they're good. All right, Frankie. Oh, look, we got visuals. We got visuals up, ladies and gentlemen, so hopefully you guys can see us. I don't know. <laughs> so we have Anon in the room. We also have Felix. Uh, Felix actually. Um, Felix is back. What yeah, up? He's back. So he calls me last week. Yeah? He calls me, Frank, have you ever been to Lancaster? Lancaster? Is yeah. that PA? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, what's up? So he goes, oh, so you've been there? I said, yeah, of course. I've been there plenty of times. What's up? He goes, well, what do you have places to eat? I'm like, yo. Go here. Oh, tag. You go start here. Yeah. Go here. Stoner Grill. Yeah, you start um, giving the whole itinerary. Mad chef. I tell him all, all these places, but he went out there to to see like um, I guess like a and all obviously it's like a Broadway show, but it was about um, uh, David and Goliath. Oh, that's always a great story. Yeah. So he he says it was amazing. They had animals walking through like the audience and I'm oh like, really i'm like yeah i don't know if i can be there yeah i don't know about that i mean i know definitely in pa they definitely take uh uh christianity very seriously certain parts of the streets they're named like bethlehem and <laughs> um it's very uh oh it says felix says there's no sound so i don't know mixed cloud is doing his thing right now all right so all right we're gonna keep going going though yeah let's keep it let's keep it going because i can actually i can test it real quick here all right well while you're doing that I'm going to um, keep it rocking and rolling. Yeah, go ahead. Come up with your first topic. All right. Current events, ladies and gentlemen. So the first current event I want to bring to your attention, Frankie. Uh, did you hear the news about Idris Elba and his movie called Beast? No. Okay. So Idris Elba, he's doing his movie called Beast. And uh, his daughter auditioned to be uh, the co-star in this movie. So in the movie, Idris Elba, I only saw the trailer. He plays this dad who goes to this weird safari where the animals, I think, are attacking or eating people, specifically a lion. It's so funny because I was just talking about my, my brother-in-law. You sure it's not your brother-in-law? <laughs> You're just trying to cover no, up for them. and My, make my awesome brother-in-law, Rusty, does not look like Idris Elba. But they, they're both just as charming. Um, <laughs> but anyway, Idris Elba, he got into a little hot water because his daughter, his daughter, he has a daughter in the movie, and his biological daughter auditioned to be in this movie to play that part and unfortunately she didn't get the part and Idris Elba and I think Will Packer was the uh, director of this movie and for whatever reason he didn't pick her and Idris Elba didn't really put much of a fight for her to be picked and he said that the character in the movie needed a certain chemistry with him for this scene to be believable, for this movie to be believable. And he felt that him and his daughter 
didn't have the right chemistry for this movie. So <laughs> his daughter didn't speak to him for three weeks after that. <laughs> but it wasn't her fault. It was the director said she doesn't she doesn't fit. But you're Idris Elba. If he's he's the starring actor in this movie, so if he would have said no. I don't care who you have auditioning. Put my daughter. His daughter could have been there, and his daughter knows that. So the fact that he didn't do it, it looks bad. So now let me ask you something, Frankie. I'm going to take it away from Hollywood. Frankie, imagine DJ Fire. DJ Fire, Fire, has an empire, and your daughter wants to DJ. <laughs> and you're like, oh, that's great, honey. I'm glad you want to DJ. She wants to be just like her dad. Okay. But her mixes and blends are just not as good as yours. Oh, that's perfect. And you have <laughs> and you have a bunch of clients Dude. who want your level of service. Okay. And you're like, okay, I can't make all these gigs. So my daughter's gonna go. Or would you put your daughter to go in that place? Or would you hire someone else from your staff who is of your caliber of DJ or better to go in your place? No, first of all, I'm not I'm not gonna shoot myself. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna happen. I'm not gonna shoot myself. <laughs> Wait. But if it's an event. Okay. okay, it's if a it's big event. event. It's like, a big and, event. and like, you're, you got all you do is big gigs. You're okay. top, all I do you're, is big gigs. Okay. You're a premier DJ. So what I'm what I'm doing is I'm I'm looking at my daughter. I'm gonna go to her. All right, listen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you the truth. Your blends are trash. No, 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 no. no. See, see, I don't I don't believe in stuff like that. So I'll, I'll be like, <laughs> your music selection sucks. <laughs> no, no, because trust me, she's. All right, what are you gonna I, do? I will get her to the spot. Her selection is <laughs> perfect. I love Frankie. I like how you ready? Go ahead, oh, go. You're the opening act. Oh, okay. Ah, I see what you're doing. I see so, what you're doing. So, but okay. So I'm gonna tell you. And yeah, so you Hollywood can... musicians, comedians, they all do the exact same thing. Okay. okay. What they do is they uh -huh. decide they're gonna go on tour. They're doing this club. They're doing that. Club. Yeah. I'm in a club, right? And all this and all that. Yeah. So you know that if you go into a club, you're talking about um, the main the main DJ starts around. 12 yeah, yeah, yeah. He usually coming later. He usually coming right. later. So I'm gonna tell her, listen, you get the ten o'clock slot. Yeah. Okay. Why, why do I get the ten o'clock slot? Because you haven't earned it yet. I got you. I so, like where you're going with this. So I would take. I, I would give her the opportunity. Uh huh. You give her the shine. Right. But it's not gonna be a main. Like it's not gonna be event. the main event. Got you. Because what, what? First of all, you got to build yourself up to that. It's not easy going yeah. in front of people. We know yeah. this. First of all, the show here is a little yeah. different because I mean, like we have one little camera here, but we don't even care about the camera. We yeah, just yeah, care yeah. About we just do our own thing. Yeah. But when you get to a position that you have to, you have to perform in front of somebody where there's a presentation. You got to know the energy in the room, you gotta, and and you got to look at what the people are like. So now, yeah, if you're the opening act. You don't have to worry about a lot of that stuff. That's true. That's true. Because most people are just like drifting at that right. time. They're not really in there to rock. They're just still feeling out the place. So she could go up there and do whatever. She could right. So so say for instance, she's like an hour in, and she thinks she's getting all fancy and all that, and then yeah. she, she goes and she does that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And people look. I'm pulling her. You got to pull her. You got to pull her. And I'm going to be like, listen, hit the... Time to go. So, but you know, it's funny because this brought this whole conversation with Idris Elba, it brought up the idea of nepotism. And nepotism is basically like, if my parents have made it and they're established, then I should be able to make it too. Like, there's a lot of bosses, especially in corporate America, who have their child take over the family business and the child is usually nowhere near as has the wisdom or business caliber as their parents. <laughs> and they want to come in there and do their own new thing and make a name for themselves to try to make their parents 
proud or whatever it might be. And they usually causing a lot more mess and angering a lot of work workers. Oh, Mimi is in the building. What up, Mimi? Oh, my wife's in the building. Hey, Bubble. Um, but Mimi says Secession. I haven't watched that show yet, but I have seen the trailers. That's, that is, and excellent. I heard it's good. But and and this is probably the thing that I'm talking about, like nepotism. Like, what do you feel about that? Like, where the com like my thing is like this. If I'm running a company, let's say me and you, Life Lessons with Idiots becomes a big conglomerate. It's a media company. Okay. And my daughter now wants to do a show. Obviously, because she's my daughter, she skips ahead of a lot of people who might be auditioning to try to join our media company. Like, I'm going to put, put her in front of it. But she has to deliver. Now, if I'm in a situation <laughs> where her show isn't quite up to par. <laughs> okay, so I got you. How about both our daughters are trying to do a show, Frankie? No, wait, let's not, wait, no. wait, wait, come here. Both our daughters are doing a show. They're doing Life Idiotas. Idiotas en español. Las Idiotas. And they come to us and they're like, yo, this is our show, dads. Um, we want to do this and we want to talk about this and this stuff. And me and they start doing, we say, okay, auditions, show us how the show's going to go. And they start doing the show and none of their jokes are landing. None of the content, me and you are, it, we, we just. Are, are we in the studio? We're in, we're watching them. They're okay. auditioning for us to be a part of our media group. Dude, I got this. You got, all right, got I'm this. definitely passing you the ball. What are you going to say? <laughs> I'm going to tell them, okay, listen, your, your material's not where it should be. Okay. So, if you want to get into this industry, uh huh, break it doing, down. You're doing the overnight. You're doing it. <laughs> nice, Frankie. See, Frankie. <laughs> <laughs> so, think. Yeah, I you, see you what Frankie doing. You, so you can't uh, give them a prime spot, but yeah. you give them the opportunity. Listen, to I'm gonna put you there, boo boo. <laughs> That's fine. I don't know how many listeners, <laughs> but you gonna be there. You're doing. You're doing. You're doing the overnight. You're got it. She's going after what's that lady's name? Yeah. Um, um, she does. She's on 106.7. Um. Oh, with Miss Jones? No. No, not Miss um, Jones. She's... Um, Wendy? No. No, um, Wendy's, Wendy's nowhere to be seen. Yeah, yeah. Poor Wendy. I'm not going to talk about Wendy. She's going through some um, things. Um, Lila. Lila. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so she's like on 106.7. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. They're going after Lila. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, so got she you. she does her stories and yeah. she does the romance stuff. Yeah. Picks out great music. No, you guys are going on after her. Got it. Got it. So basically, earn I like it. I like that. You got to earn your, earn your stripes. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm with that. I think you got to earn your spot. Like, I don't think anything should just be handed to you. But oftentimes we see in corporate America, it does happen that way. Yeah. You ever had to work for somebody like the boss's son? You ever been in that position? So when I worked at the publishing company. Yeah. The owner of the company's son was like, oh, I want to be in IT. So they stick him with me. Oh God! You had to, he had to shadow you. Yeah. So, so, but he was like fourteen. Oh my God! All right, well, all right, so yeah, he he's still it, young. He yeah, to, he yeah, yeah. During the summers. Yeah, yeah. Nah, nah, still young. I'm talking about like a grown adult. No. So yeah. we were, we were. I would tell him, listen, man. Uh, do you like hearing people complain? No, this is not the job. For you. <laughs> Got him out of there real quick. Yeah, he, he lasted. He lasted maybe a week. Nice. Then they gave him to somebody else in another department. Yeah. Like that. But that's dope that you give him some exposure, let him see what it's what it's like. Say, hey, this could be your future. <laughs> so it looks like we are having some problems with Mixcloud. Um, we can see it, we can actually see it on our screen here, but we are yeah. going to continue recording the way we are because it's still going through. Yeah, and then you know, bottom line is we we will have we'll have the finalized copy. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, so and we'll do. Some unfortunately, the live well. feed is not working as well as it should be. Shame on you, Mixcloud. But um, hopefully, I'm it, hoping that they didn't change anything else because I didn't get no notifications. Yeah, hopefully it'll clear up as the show goes on. Yeah. Let me ask you something. So another thing was trending 
also this past week, um, it was this topic, and it kept coming up, kept coming up. And it was talking about people or women, I, women I didn't, uh, dating a guy and then meeting their friends and realizing that the guy they're dating is not the leader of the friend group. Did you hear about this? The guy they're dating is not the leader so they of the say, friend group. So the overall message is that every friend group has a leader of the pack. Like there's a leader in every friend group. And they say the same thing about women. Like women have, like there's an there's a alpha. There's a dominant personality of the friend group that when they say something or when they say, hey, we doing this, everybody just kind of go with the flow and be like, all right, we do what you want to do. Do you believe that there's a leader in your friend group? Like when you go to Patterson and you with your boys and you kicking it with them, no. do you feel that one of them is the leader of the pack that no. decides like, hey, we're going here, guys. This is what we're going to do. And da, 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 da. like there's no. Yeah, go ahead. No. Yeah. That, that, that does not exist with guys. That's it's just not because yeah. one guy be like, oh, we're going to go here. We're all going to go here. And, I'm, you know, like I'm not going. Yeah. But why? Because I don't want to go. That's not the type of place I like to go to. They're like, yeah. Okay, so where are we going to go? We can go here. Oh, I don't want to go. So what do we end up doing? Getting a six-pack sitting on the stoop. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're right, yeah. But th that's guys. Um, I don't know if it's the same thing. This, yeah, I can't I'm, speak I'm for women. You, I'm going to tell you what I've been told. Yeah. Pretty women like to hang out with not-so-pretty women. To make they them make, look better. Make them look better. Yeah. So that's that alpha mentality. Yeah. That's what I've been told. Okay. I think that everybody should just look at it as equal because I know that in our crowds, we don't have like yeah. that type of person yeah. that could turn around and say, oh, guess what? Um, I'm the leader, so we're doing this. No, I feel you. No. I feel like, and I don't know, it, it, it was circulating because they were saying how there's, and then one guy, I, I started to shoot him some bail because he was like, he says, listen, I don't think there's a, a leader of a friend group, but I do think certain individuals take the lead, but it varies by friend group. So they'll say like, hey, if I'm with one group of friends, I might take the lead, even though I'm normally not the leader, but I'll say, hey, guys, I'll be the one to drive and right. take us to wherever we got to go. I'll get us to where we need to be. If it was my idea, like to say to go somewhere, then I would take the lead. But um, and he'll say in another situation, my other friend who is maybe more knowledgeable about a different area, he'll take the lead. But he was saying it would vary by circumstance and situation. And I think I could more likely relate to that. Like if you are, for example, Frankie, say we're going to an IT expo, I, <laughs> whatever it might be. You're gonna find, where, oh, I'll, I'll go to AWS. Where they build the computers in front of you and they, and they have all this world class. You're going to be the lead. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm gonna just be like, all right, Frankie, whatever. Like, but don't you know me? Like I go, yeah. I go into places and I act like I don't know anything about any of that stuff. Yeah, because I, I really just don't want them to be like, uh, oh, he he should ask those questions. He should be the one because this is what you know. Like, he's the smartest one. No, I'm not the smartest one. Everybody has their own way of doing things. But um, I, I walk in there like I walk into Best Buy. I'd be like, huh? Yeah. What is that? Is SS what? Yeah, I always no. like to play dumb just to see if anybody's going to try to scam me. Yeah. Oh, I, I do that all the time. I want to see how far you go. Like, I'll I'll play down my intelligence just to see how far you go, and I get to figure out what kind of person you are. So, oh, oh, you, t you just touched on something. So, listen to this. Okay. So, you know, last week we talked about uh, the, our last episode. Uh, hold on a second. Mimi just put here. It makes sense. There's always one extrovert who always who, who's, who's always, always extra. extra. That's me. In the drama. <laughs> oh, my God. So Mimi, Mimi's saying that there is. So I guess. So now, Mimi, that's a great point. 
usually the extrovert does stand out from the friend friend group. However, I always realize that whoever is the one that says I I'm ready to go. Oh, that's it. That is the person who runs that friend group yeah. because they all got to move when that person says yeah. I'm ready to go. Like that is, that is 100% true. Like so the extrovert may be doing all the extra stuff, but it's that that quiet one that's probably sitting at the bar or is probably to the side. And she just says, she looks at a watch, she looks at her friends, they having a blast. She goes up to them like, I'm leaving. Yo, <laughs> so not too long ago, we were out. Right. Yeah. We were all hanging out, and we were having a you know, good time. We were having dinner, and yeah. we were with a group of people. And uh, we decided that, you know, like, we're just going to chill it for a little bit longer, and then one person from the corner of my eye got the eye. Like, oh, shoot. And I was like, yo, we about to leave. Yeah. <laughs> so, from across the room. From across the room, I was like, oh, we about to leave. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like tapping Cameron on the side. I'm yeah, like, it's a wrap. I'm like, I'm, and you know, I'm trying to be a little discreet, but you know, Puerto Ricans, they talk with their mouth. They're like, mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah. Their lips, <laughs> like, over there. Point with the lips. Oh, my God. Yo, when we looked, we were like, oh, yeah. It's time yeah, it's a wrap. It's you time. always know. You always, I always know when it's time to go. If I see the one friend that I'm with who's too drunk and getting aggressive. Oh, yeah. That, that's usually my flight. I'm like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Not, uh, it's time to go. <laughs> so, <laughs> Like, you just see them start. They just staring around. Oh, yeah. No, they're Someone, gone. Someone's bumping into them. You can see the frustration on their face. You're like, yeah, we're going to have to go. Yeah, he's, he's talking <laughs> to the telephone. Yeah, he's talking to my imaginary friends. Yeah, it's time yeah. to go. <laughs> and Rashad's trying to pull them away. I'm like, you don't need to talk to him. You don't need talk, talk to him. him. No, so, so remember we were talked about um, uh, the, the only way I'm allowed to have friends is if I get rid of friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a, you got a cap. Right, so I got a cap, so then yeah. I had two spaces available. Yeah, yeah, you filled them? Um, no, they're not going to be filled. Um, it's oh. Like, it's like... Um, so you, like, just, you just exiled them? No, it's uh, I downsized. Okay. So those shrink more shrinkflation. <laughs> so shrinkflation with the friend groups. <laughs> so those positions are no longer available. Oh, guys, sorry, Mimi. So, I know you submitted an application. <laughs> so I, I will tell you right now that all the positions have been filled. If there's somebody else, you know, I'll let everybody know. But I was told that those positions are no longer in existence. Oh, Karen vetoed it, huh? Oh my God, that was so vetoed. She's like, "You don't need no more friends." She said, "No, like, we're done." <laughs> she said, "Okay, bye." <laughs> so that's done. Completely. So you're not even recruiting? Nah, it's over. I, no. All right, I'm not recruiting that. I don't blame you, man. So I, I, are you good or can I? I have more, but we can bounce back and forth. So last week we were in a chat. Yeah. You, me, and somebody else. Okay. And. They said they want us. Uh, we were talking to Maria. Oh, Maria. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Maria so, brought up something, and I can't remember what she said. So I'm, like, happy that you didn't bring it up, uh, that you don't remember it, because I'm going to ask you. Okay, go ahead. Shoot. So she turned around. She says, um, which one are you? Okay, go ahead. Are you the person that's a weak people that seek revenge? Oh. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Finish. A strong person who, who forgives? Got it. Or an intelligent person that ignores. Which one are you? I know which one I no. am. So wait, this is so funny. <laughs> so wait, Maria Maria sent this to us, right? And I was like, my immediate answer was, I'm weak as I don't know what, because I'm always one revenge. <laughs> I was like, ah, for that. I literally sent Frankie and Maria an eye emoji, the number four, and another eye emoji. Yeah, eye for an eye. He, he went straight for the gut. <laughs> so let me just, let me say this. 
So you said weak people want revenge, right? And strong people forgiveness. Strong people and the forgiveness. talented people ignore. Which one do you think you are? It varies by the situation, okay. obviously. So I can't, I can't, I don't think I'm a one size fit all for all of those. So for, for I do, I am, I consider myself a rather forgiving person. And because I'm, I'm more about forget, forgive and forget. Right. And I've had multiple people come into my life who've done different things that I didn't appreciate that have hurt me that have done things and i've forgiven them but i've i've forgotten it and moved on the last one intelligent you just learn to ignore that goes back to a topic me and you had prior podcasts ago about when i gave people money right and they obviously never even paid me back or they took advantage of it and they didn't uh get back to me and i just ignored it I just ate it. I said, you know what? I never give money that I plan on getting back. If I gave you that money, it's because I had enough money to give you, and I'm not looking for it back. However, you will never be able to ask me for money again. <laughs> that line will be, you know, right. it's done. Like, especially if you didn't pay me back and you said you would. I'm okay if you said, like, I need it. I'm starving. I just need you to help me. Then by all means, here, I give it to you. But if you say you're going to pay me back, and then you choose not to pay me back, and I see you going out and buying other stuff, all right, well, you... You've exhausted that. We're not going to re repeat that step right. again. Now, weak with revenge? Absolutely. <laughs> if you touch my kid, <laughs> revenge. <laughs> if you touch my family, revenge. <laughs> it, it all depends on the circumstance. It depends on the circumstance. If you touch my grandmother, revenge. <laughs> you touch my mother-in-law, revenge. <laughs> but my cousin Billy, I got you. My cousin Billy, you can have it. I'm going back to being intelligent. You can go that. I'm just gonna walk away from this one. You can go ahead and take that one down. You do what you gotta do. So, so you're. So, my it, father, go ahead. You got that. I said. <laughs> sorry, but sorry, we keep you're going down. <laughs> sorry, you got to take that out. Yeah. So, so it's a little bit of everything. Yeah, man, it, it is. I think it I, it would just vary on the circumstances. I think. What about you? You so, said you had it all figured out. So, to me, I'm 99% ignore. I just walk away from them. Okay. You want to know why? Because you can't. You can't. You can't continue a fight yeah. by yourself. You can talk to yourself all you want, but if I walk away... Who's talking? <laughs> That's true, too. But, you know, like... My I, scenarios, I'm talking. But I, 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 I will ignore. I, I just pretty much... Yeah. That's my day-to-day. -day. I would be like, all right, look, I'm done with you. No, that's fair. All right. Um, forgive? Mm -hmm. I don't. You don't forgive? I don't forgive. Like, at all? At all. I accept what you do. But if you hurt my family, you hurt me, I don't yeah. forgive you. There's no That's, reason to forgive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You cross that line. Yeah, yeah. I will not forgive you. But I will tell you. Hold on. I, we, uh, we interrupt this broadcast. Because give Karen's Karen. trying to give me something. And she, she's she trying to avoid the, the camera. camera. Yeah, she's trying to avoid the cameras because she's in pajamas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she just had to get this to her. Frankie's going to stop in the middle of the podcast to read something. Yeah, I don't forgive. Okay. So. Because because I feel that the minute you forgive, they're gonna do it again. There's another opportunity for somebody to just to hurt you again. So now hold on, pause right there. You can forgive them, but that doesn't mean they still have access to your life, though. No, you. no. So because I, I I'm ignoring them, I'm done with them. Okay, all right, all right. I, I I will not forgive them. Yeah. There's there's not a person that has done me wrong that I will forgive. Wow, no forgiveness, no for, zero. If you got to that point that you triggered me and you know who I am. Hmm. You know exactly how I am. Yeah. And you did that, and you know you pushed every button to get to that point. Yeah. I'm not going to forgive you. I'm done with you. No, I feel you. I, and that's why I, I go to revenge. Not, I, but um, 
<laughs> no, but, forgiveness for me, I feel like forgiveness is never for the other person. It's always for you. And um, as for as for, for revenge? Yeah. I You I, petty. I, you king petty. No, well, yeah, I am. I, yeah. I was. I was a you little king no, petty. No, you I king was a petty. petty I, when I got hacked. You gonna go be like, yeah? When <laughs> no, I got come hacked. on. Like, like you, that, just, that was just last week. <laughs> he was talking about revenge. This that guy was... hacked and Frankie went straight. Liam Neeson taking on him. <laughs> I don't know who you are. I will find you. I will find you. <laughs> he talking about I don't do revenge. No, yeah, I, okay. no I don't do revenge like. Like, like the spiteful way that you, I, I look. I, I will. I will seek Frankie, my way of revenge. And you, will, my way, you will put bananas in tailpipes. You will slash tires, Frankie. Don't, no, no. I'm. You are from Patterson, New Jersey. <laughs> dude, I, I don't. I, I don't do the revenge that way, man. Okay. I really don't. I, All right. I, I don't. I just don't like it. It's not that I. I I'm like depending on the circumstances. No one likes revenge. No, people do like revenge. All, right. All people, some people do like revenge. All right. Some people relish in it, but yeah. I, I don't enjoy revenge. Like, if you push me to that point, you push me out of character because that's not a go-to for me. Like, I'm not that kind of uh, violent or malicious person where I want to do harm to somebody. But I do feel like, you know, I remember Tupac said, I ain't a killer, but don't push me. Yeah, basically. <laughs> basically, like... You know, I don't want to go there if I don't have to. But if you take me there, yeah, she, I'll take you there. Um, <laughs> no, so, no. So I, I, I don't do revenge well. Hmm. I really don't. I just, I just, I, I just walk away from it. Yeah, that's the best way to kind of. That's the more adult thing to do. So, yeah, so that was kind of yeah. interesting that she brought that up because yeah, I was. Thank like, you, Maria. Shout out to Maria and Nick. I was like, that's yeah, that's a good one. I mean, like we can we can take that every which way, but I guess it comes down to what the yeah, I think scenario it's, is. Yeah, definitely gonna be varied by the circumstance. But I think more people should try to lean towards not. I think the, the forgiveness side because I always I feel that forgiveness is for you making peace with something, and that is more so for you than it is for the person. I mean, other people will seek your forgiveness because they want to. Had clear their conscience, but I think the forgiveness part is really just you coming at peace to whatever the situation might be and be like, you know what? For whatever reason, you did what you had to, you did to me, and I forgive you for it. I won't forget it, but I'll forgive you for it for my own sanity, my own peace, and move on. Do you think that people that um that you fight are your enemy? Uh, people it. Well, I guess it varies on the fight, right? Like, I hate to be that guy. I don't want to be middle of the road. I want to say, yes, Frankie, I want to beat up everybody. <laughs> like, But wait, I think it varies on the fight. Like, what do you mean, like a fight? Like, like, like you get you get into arguments constantly. So everybody argue- is my op. Like, anybody yeah. that I fight with or debate with, you're my op. Yeah. And op is opponent for yeah. those that aren't ebonically inclined. <laughs> okay, so I have a question. So do you think they, they, they're they your enemy? Um, No. Okay. I think to be an enemy means that so there's a difference between not liking somebody and then having a beef with somebody. Okay. And I feel like for you to be my enemy, we have to have a legit beef. Like there has to be something you did where you stole from family members or you st- like I hate to keep bringing it back to that. I don't want to put that in the in the universe, but you had to have done something uh personal that inflicted harm to either me or my family to become an enemy. Cuz now that the, there's ill intent involved, but I feel like you could not like somebody, debate with somebody. Like, I talk to Trump supporters all the time. Um, <laughs> yeah, I talk to Trump supporters. They're not oh, my enemy. Yeah. <laughs> we just don't agree on different oh, things. Felix, and, uh, my, Felix might end up calling me now. Let me take my phone <laughs> off of Bluetooth. And by the way, I'm just joking. But seriously, like, um, like I, I, I debate and I discuss things with people who we definitely don't have the same ideologies or we don't have the same beliefs. And we'll debate on different topics. Uh, but I don't consider them an enemy. I think to push me to fight, then yeah, then there's 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 some beef there. What about you? 
So, um, <laughs> Felix is so violent. <laughs> I can't. Felix is silly. He's a, he's a mess. <laughs> so, no, I agree that I don't think everybody, everybody you you fight is your enemy. Yeah, but I also believe that not every, you know not every person that helps you is your friend. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> so, oh, without it. Oh, we can speak to that. <laughs> you know, so, so not not saying this is a situation. I'm just yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. One of the notes that I took, I, you know, after a week and a half of not mm-hmm. being on a pad, I'm like, this would be a that's good, good, good yeah, topic. that's good, yeah. So, I was thinking about. It. I'm like, damn, and that's that's true because sometimes you know the people that that help you, they're not there to help you. They're there because they want to see you struggling. They want to see you. Um, what you're doing, or they're being nosy, but they're yeah. really not there to help you. Yeah. Person, yeah, 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 yeah. That person you're fighting. Yeah. That you call that person during the during the situation right there, they'll come and take you out of that situation where that person is supposed to be the one that's supposed to be helping you and get you out of it. Oh, you went complex on that one. You went straight. So your enemy's not your enemy. I know what you're saying. You're saying that. So now, if me and my enemy have the same enemy, then yeah, he's not my enemy. Right. <laughs> exactly. But, but um, I, I want to go back to your point about not everybody who helps you is your friend. I do think that certain people who pretend to try to help you are doing it, like you think, for an alter- ulterior motive. Because it's something, by helping you, it helps their situation. Right. Like, there's a situation, that movie Elvis, I didn't see the movie. I won't go see it. I, I didn't see the movie. But the guy in the movie, Tom Hanks plays, is it Tom? Yeah, I think it's Tom Hanks. He plays Elvis's manager, and he was like the, based on the movie, he was the main guy who kind of like manipulated Elvis, gave Elvis his drugs. He did all this stuff like to control Elvis. Right. And he pretended as, he thought he did it as a friend, but really he was just using Elvis's success and talent for his own benefit. And I think that goes on in a lot of different areas of like with work, like you could have a boss who you think is look has your best interest at heart when really they just benefiting off of your talent and expertise and milking you for it and not allowing you to advance. Yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah, man. But that's that's deep, man. Not everybody Yeah, man. That, that's So that that being said, I I will tell you that my loyalty does have an expiration date. Ooh, okay. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I okay. I won't say expiration date. No, it has an expiration date. Uh, why, why would you say it, an expiration date? That means like, yo, yo, by twenty twenty three, you are expired. Do do people got to renew it? No, like they, a blockbuster. No, clock? once <laughs> once loyalty's done, it's done. So yo, they can't renew their subscription though, no. Frankie. So you remember that movie Erasure? 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 Yeah, where Arnold Schwarzenegger Arnold, at the end of the movie he he goes to close. You've the, been erased. You've been erased, and he slams the door. <laughs> That's exactly what's gonna happen. Wow, expiration date. Yeah. That's crazy. Because now at that point, you know that they're they're useless to you. You know that it's going to be, it's going to be um, more problems. So yeah. why would you why would you keep that keep them around? So no, okay, done. no, no, no. I feel expiration you. date. I, I don't. I don't. I mean, me and you are just semantics. So like, you call it expiration date. I call it more of like a boundary cross. Like every, I do have boundaries. Like no matter how loyal I am to somebody, if you cross a certain boundary, like definitely, I feel that you need to be cut off. Yeah. All right, can I? Can I? You yeah, got, you can go ahead. I got. Some, I got another story, but go ahead. Okay. Um. No, I just wanted to double real back to uh to uh, Wakanda Forever. To, no, no, current events. <laughs> I got two things I want to just touch on real quick. One, <laughs> Kanye West is oh, selling his clothes. He has a clothing brand. If those that don't know, there it's called Yeezy. He sells sneakers. He sells sweatsuits and a number of different uh, clothing apparel, and he has all of his clothing. And retail stores, but they're in 
trash bags. And he's selling them like you and I believe. Yeah, but people are coming at Kanye like, why are your clothes in trash bags? And it's not like in size order or anything. It's literally just a mosh pit of all of his clothing inside trash bags. So if you want to buy one of his shirts or something, you have to dig through the trash bag to get it. And he says the psychology behind this was his way of trying to bring awareness to oh, homelessness. homelessness. Yes. Come on. Ah. Dude, see, see. Okay. Come on, Frankie. Cook it. Personal Frankie. opinions. Personal opinions. Cook personal, it, Frankie. Cook personal it. opinion. I'm telling you right now, this is just a personal opinion. Kanye, you really need to open your eyes. I swear that is the dumbest thing I ever heard. <laughs> that that makes no sense. So you want people to no. You want to you want to make them feel that way? Guess what you do? Yo. You, 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 you take a whole section, you take them down to Skid Row, and you take yeah. them there and you show them what it is. I, you tell, you, you the irony. You people to go into bags. To pick out his clothes. Trash no, that, bags. He's telling his, he's, again, my opinion, making it clear. He's telling the people, you're garbage. Uh -huh. If you want my stuff, dig for it. Yeah. That's a bunch of crap. So let me attack this two ways. One, the funny way. There is such God irony in him trying to sell $500 sweatshirts <laughs> and try to bring whole attention to homelessness. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're a billionaire, dude. What you, you, You're taking the cheapest way yeah. out. How do you... Wait, and the sweatshirts are made out of sweatshops somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Wait. But he's bringing attention to homelessness with, these, with this apparel. I should be laughing because that's actually all wrong, but I, I feel that... Um, but, all right, so let me. So, like I said, I'm gonna tag it two ways. That's the funny way. The creative, the creative way is, I always respect when people try to use their platform to bring attention to a worthy cause. Homelessness, especially in in California, get it, it needs to be. I get it. Like you get want it. people to bring attention to it. However, this execution of it by having people spend a substantial amount of money for this luxury brand that you've cre created. And make them go through the hoops of digging through trash bags to get it. That's the dumbest thing. And say, hey, this is what homeless people go through. I, I just don't think that's the right execution. Like, if, if some of the proceeds was going towards fighting the homelessness, then maybe I got it wrong. Maybe he's doing that. I don't know. But I would say that's a worthy cause. If he was building uh, additional shelters in L.A., then I would say using the money that that's, people buy. That's what you call awareness. And I'm like, okay, he's bringing awareness. He got people, he's using a percentage of the profits to go towards the shelters. Now I'm like, okay, he's next level thinking. I like what he's, he's using his platform for a worthy cause. But this junk, just to say, I want you to go through that experience. No, that's he's I was stupid. just like, uh, this might not have landed. No, it didn't. And, 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 and that's, that's the... The mind of a demented person. I'm sorry. You don't do that to people. Yeah, yeah. You, you are a huge brand. You're yeah. a billionaire. You're you're making head and, and you and you want to make people feel like they're beneath you. That's what that, that's what I see. You see like a, a superiority complex Absolutely. by him doing that, making Absolutely. people like dig through. First of all, poor people and people people yeah. are not gonna dig through those bags because they can't afford his clothes. You know what's so funny? More the poor people buying it because they putting their money in his clothes rather than putting it into more <sighs> tangible assets. So. Yeah, I just don't get it. Um, yeah, no, I, I feel you though. Felix said the trash bags are valuable in this in this state in New Jersey. Yeah, because you can't even you use can't even plastic, get plastic bags. bags. So, so that's a that okay. So I told you last week I was gonna have a Frankie Frankie rant. Oh, you gonna have? A, oh yeah, you wanna get that rant now? I'm, I'm gonna tell you because we're in the topic. Okay. Plastic bags. Plastic bags. Got it. So, 
So I go to the supermarket. You didn't bring your own bag. I didn't bring my own bags. Oof. So now I have to go back to the car to get bags. So people around the world, because we do have global listeners right. in New Jersey, the state of New Jersey, they have done away with plastic bags. So whenever we go to a store, they do not have plastic bags readily accessible for us to use. So we have to bring our own bags, our reusable bags, to be able to pack our right. groceries, clothing, and any other goods that we decide to purchase. Go ahead, Frankie. So now, Cut them up. So now yo, this, this got me pissed off. So now I'm in the I'm, I'm I'm like I'm in the produce section. Yeah, they used to have those cartons that were like 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 the environmental cartons for like the the like for the for the mushrooms and all this and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's in plastic. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the fruit used to just be laid out. Yeah. Now it's wrapped up in plastic. Okay. <laughs> I see where he's going. Okay. With this. I see where he's going. I can't get a decent straw at McDonald's because they're saying no. Guess paper what? Straws. Paper straws, right? Mm-hmm. But the cup is plastic. Got it. Okay. <laughs> so you're telling me that the you, only way you're seeing some hypocrisy here. It is. It's a bunch of, it's a bunch of crap that they're actually turning around and telling us, though you you actually come to our place. We're trying to help the the world, and we're not gonna do plastic. But if we want a bag, we gotta pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. But they're using more plastic now than ever to bag to to, 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 to to for the fruit, the vegetables, the meat and all that. I'm like, "Come on, people. You can't do this to us." Yeah. So, I go to the register again. Gotcha. And the girl looks at me, and she's the girl that I I I I saw her there, so I went to her line where she didn't want to bag my stuff. <laughs> I love it. So, I went to her. I said, "I have plastic bags." She goes, "I know." <laughs> I'm not going to buy a bag from you guys. You guys are ripping us off. I go, "And can you do me a favor? Can you tell the people that run this place to stop using more plastic. Wait. So now I'm pissed off, right? Wait, Frankie. You... <laughs> Wait, Frankie. Frankie beefing with the cashier. The one cashier. Like she gonna go to corporate. She's like, the like, one cashier. Just so you know, DJ Fire. Yeah. He's had enough of that, not having plastic bags. I wear bags. That pride there. So they, they see me walk in and they're like, oh, like, here he comes again. Oh, God, here comes this idiot. <laughs> so... so these people, these people are turning around and they're they're using so much more plastic than the, what we're causing a problem with. Frankie, you need to do a, a PowerPoint presentation for Yo, them. No, so I'm not doing a PowerPoint. So I want to tell them one thing. I want to tell them one thing simple. Go ahead. Okay. You want to solve the problems with plastic? Bring back paper bags. Boom. That's it. Bring back paper bags. Don't make us go through the uncomfortable part because what they're doing is now charging us for stuff they used to give us for free. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm done with that. They need to bring back paper bags, and they need to do so it Frankie, today. Why don't you just keep reusable bags in your car? Because I tend to forget. <laughs> I get mad. mad. He I'm mad. mad because Yo. I got to walk all the way from the crappy parking lot. So what I forgot. <laughs> and, and, and there's no more baskets because everybody stole them. <laughs> Frankie, why don't you just put it back in your car and then just roll the cart to your car and then bag it in the car? <laughs> I can't wait. Frankie's like, I should have to do that. You don't understand the purpose here. <laughs> you don't understand the the purpose here is that they're they're they're, I know. they're robbing us and they're do they're they're abusing I know. more than we are. I no, I feel you, Frankie. I know. No, you I, you're on the I know. Other side today. I know. You're the girl on the register. You're done. <laughs> Me and the girl on the register in corporate. You're a bunch of crap. Oh, I can't, Frankie. I can't believe it. You were hilarious. Oh, Felix said Frank for governor. Frank for governor. Oh, wait. No, it wait is, to those. It it's coming. Wait. It is for 2024, guys. Don't wait. Worry. It's coming. He has a policy written up on it. We I, have a bill on it. It's coming, and it's coming soon. I cannot. 
I'm just waiting for the whole election time to get close so we can do our show. Oh, my That's God. Coming. So let me ask you something. Um, another thing that came out, which was a big popular topic, was artificial intelligence created a rapper by the name of FN Mecca. Um, they used the algorithm of what was most popular in music. And this guy, some sort of computer software, literally just basically artificially produced a beat, artificially produced lyrics, and artificially produced a person to perform it. Mm -hmm. There was a real person who did the vocals, obviously, but everything about the character itself was all artificially created through artificial intelligence. Are you with me, Frankie? I'm with you. The owner of this particular application or software is a white guy. Hmm. The avatar that he created is an ambiguous race rapper. So you don't, he looks like The Rock. <laughs> well, he's not like The Rock, but he has a mohawk and tattoos on his face. And it's like a little animated character who raps, says the N-word, and goes off, right? Drops a music, <laughs> he, drops, he drops a song. He drops a few songs. He drops enough songs that he got signed to Capitol Records, CMG, Capitol Music Group. Yeah, he did get signed. He got signed. He had a hit single with another rapper by the name of Gunner. So now it gets better, Frankie. So this artificial intelligence rapper, remember, look it up. His name is FN Mika, M-E-K-A. Uh, looks like something, some cyberpunk uh, weird avatar. And he's basically exploiting all of the things of rap culture. Um, and he's going off and he gets signed. A bunch of people obviously thought that this character was exploiting black people and exploiting uh, a genre. So a lot of people uh, went at Capital uh, Music Group, CMG, for signing this rapper. And CMG ended up pulling, reneging on their record deal with this uh, avatar. So I'm bringing this up because this brings up a very uh, important topic. The rise of the machines, Frankie. Oh, Jesus. I knew it was going here. <laughs> well, first of all, um, this Wait. rapper, did he identify himself? What did he identify himself as? FN Mecca. <laughs> FN Mecca. That's his, that's his identity. But wait, Frankie. The rise of the machines. So... Prior to cell phones, right, we all just used the landline, right? Mm -hmm. And now we moved into a cell phone. We moved into Watson on Jeopardy competing, right? Mm -hmm. where, where, it was a, where it was an AI basically answering questions and so forth. Then we get Siri. We got Alexa. We got these devices that talk to us, learn from us. And I'm, and I'm saying all that. Now we have cars that drive pretty much on their own with Tesla, right? Tesla's trying to come out with a truck. Eventually, that will replace truck drivers. And now this AI is literally on the verge of replacing music artists. Not going to happen. Why not? Because Bro, in order for them to make money, uh, money. This character was a brand. Okay, it's a brand, but it's not going it, to... It, they don't... What's the one thing people want to do? They want to go to concerts. They want to go see them live. You think they're yeah. going to sit there and just stare at a hologram of this thing? 
There was a bunch no. of people who went to Vegas to watch a hologram of Michael Jackson perform. Right. <laughs> but, but there was more to it. It wasn't just his 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 hologram. Like no, the whole no, thing, I'm talking about this was after he died. They right, went to the see Tupac, his hologram. Right. Tupac did, and Tupac, did it too. Yeah. But he was on stage and he had Snoop on stage and but it's it's a whole experience. They're not just gonna go. You know how much how expensive that is to do that? Oh, I do. But you know that technology gets cheaper and cheaper every year. What I'm trying to get at is we that change people's batteries because they're crazy. What I'm get, trying to get at is that will the improvements in technology begin to stifle human creativity? Just think, Frankie. There's gonna come a day where unemployment just did that. Yeah. <laughs> but wait, 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 stay with me. Stay with me. I'm trying. Think of like being a DJ. Okay. Like we have algorithms now that could create playlists for different people, right? Mm-hmm. They could look at the things that you like based on your input and determine what kind of music you like and create a playlist for you. But they can't they they can't Wait. they can't read a, a room. Now check this out. Check this out. Yes, they can. Technology is coming to a point where they could read the body temperature of everybody in a freaking room. They could determine your heart rate. They could determine what gets the crowd moving. And they can mimic what a DJ would normally do. Now, I'm with you, Frankie. Bro, it's happening in finance. They're getting advisors out of here by companies like Betterment and Wealthfront, where they have they call robo-advisors, where they basically do a risk assessment on you, find out what your risk tolerance is, and they take your money, and they auto-allocate your money into these different funds for you. What I'm trying to get at is that in every movie I've watched growing up, this always ends bad. <laughs> Dude, it's gonna be a meltdown. It's gonna be a bro. Meltdown. It's gonna be a meltdown. It's it does. It's not gonna last. The technology will be there. It still is. Com- people have to support it. It's coming it. quickly, man. No, I know that it's coming quickly, but we still have to support it. Bro, did and you ever think that things- you would live a day where cars are driving by themselves, like Michael Knight? I grew up in, like I grew yeah. up on Knight Rider, and Kit. No, Kit I- is now Siri. No. Kit is Tesla. Kit is Tesla. <laughs> Kit no. is now Tesla now. Bro, I never thought I would see the day that I'd actually be happening. I have Knight Rider in my car. Yeah, no, what you know, but the thing is that we all we all knew that technology was gonna be the biggest thing and it's gonna evolve and it's gonna take jobs and all that. Yeah. But there's still there's still this one thing, the human factor that technology oh, yeah. cannot take away. I'm with you. Uh, uh, so I it, do think you need a subject matter expert to manage the technology. Right, but you're not going to be need, able to. It There's, needs to be hybrid. Yeah. So we're going to become androids. Oh, I like androids. My phone is good. <laughs> well played, Frankie. Yeah. yeah, no, but I don't... Um, yeah. I, I, I see where that's going, but if eventually it'll all crash. First of all, the, in order to be able, be able to do that, the amount of money you have to spend on that technology, we can't get the chips for the Ford trucks right uh-huh. now. So they can't they can't produce it fast enough. So it's going to take, what, another 50, 60 years before they can actually do oh, something? Oh, it is so funny you say this. Because oh, look at him. He's like, aha. Because uh-huh. Elon Musk is going to fund no, it. No, no. <laughs> Surprisingly, <laughs> Joe Biden has brought 360,000 new jobs back to our country because now the U.S. wants to domesticate chip manufacturing. It's cheaper here because we want to because the whole war with Ukraine and everything that's going on over there has made obviously chip manufacturing uh, lessen, which, like you said, to your point, with it led to the supply of cars and everything else. So now 
they're bringing all of that manufacturing back here to the state so that they can uh, start doing it here. And I'm not trying to make this a political podcast. I'm just trying to say listen, it's just so funny you say listen, that. But I'm just saying, man. But I'm, listen, it, things it, are changing. They better not put these these warehouses in some rural place where the people have no idea what's going on. They need to put mm-hmm. this in a place where technology is live. Okay, I would tell you they have to put it in like near Chicago, near near the New York area, near the uh, the Miami, Miami, Las Vegas. You put this in a place in in a warehouse that's like 100 miles from everybody in the in the heartland of America. Guess what? That's going to be a problem. You're not going to get good employees to be able to produce the product right for you. Yeah. Well, we can always relocate people. Yeah, right. now. Nah, let me uh, let me ask you something funny though. Are you ready? If we were getting invaded by aliens, right? Oh, God. <laughs> and they land on Earth, and they want to speak to the best person in the world <laughs> to represent mankind, who would you want to send? And it can't be anyone in government. <laughs> I'll even let you do dead or alive. Dead or alive. Who would you want to send to represent mankind? Sam like, Kinison. Who? Sam Kinison. Oh my God, Frank. We're all gonna die. <laughs> Answer me! Oh my God, you can't be serious. No, no, I wouldn't do that. I'm just. All right. Who would I send? All right, Dad. Me and you're gonna agree on this. I'm sending George Carlin. I was close. You who are you gonna? I knew you were gonna say Robin Williams. I was gonna. I was actually gonna I, go, I knew Robin you go Robin Williams because Robin it. Williams could steal a room. Yeah, I'm going George Carlin. I'm sending him to talk to the aliens if he was alive. All right, now we gotta do somebody alive because that's too easy to pick somebody dead. We could have said Martin Luther King. We could have did a bunch of people, but all right, give me someone live. Aliens are here. They're coming to the earth. They're about to dominate us. We need the best of mankind to represent. Why should we not eradicate all of you guys like roaches? Who are we sending? Beyonce. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot. No, no. no. Um, (laughs) But that's a tough question. Um, Who's representing us? I know who I'm sending. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, Felix said Rodman. <laughs> Rodman. He's going over there to save Brittany Griner. You, you heard that? Yeah, that, I don't even want. That's not yeah. even talk about. We don't, that. We won't go down that rabbit hole. Uh, okay, that just makes no sense. Okay, who would I send? <laughs> Felix is nuts. <laughs> He's a mental case. Um. Oh my God, that's a good question. All right, you know who I'm sending? Who are you sending? Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Yo, yeah, who, who's a better fit than Dave Chappelle? Dave Chappelle will do pretty good there. Who? I got no one else but Dave Chappelle going in to talk to these aliens. He can be like, eh. <laughs> so I'm going to do Alien. You know what I'll do? <laughs> what I'll do is um, I'll send Kevin Hart. No. Right? <laughs> I'll send dead. Kevin Hart. No, I'll send Kevin die. Hart. And then you have Chappelle show up and go, don't listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> he don't know. Yeah. It got to be Dave. Dave's going to go Dave, up there. I, oh, no, I can agree with that. Yeah, Dave's he's going to... He's gonna he's gonna make things happen there. I, I can put I can put my life on the line and Dave go oh, talk yeah. to them. Oh yeah, he definitely. <laughs> Dude, you know what's haunting me? What? My haircut. Oh God. Because <laughs> you don't know what your barber charges right. do. So so I still don't know. <laughs> oh man. So last week my daughters went to to get their haircut, right? Okay. So they went to the salon. Uh, the name of the salon is called the Class. Oh okay. Class A. She's out in uh, Nutley, New Jersey. Her name is Rosanna. No horses. Rosanna. We know her since we were kids. I was a oh, kid. Okay. We grew up together. Her family, my family, we all know each other. All right, shout out to her. So, so we go in there, right? Yo, Felix said forehead. He's, yeah, he's because he's talking about my forehead. He, he, oh man, he says glistening. Oh my god, I can't with him. <laughs> so we're at the salon, and we're you know you we're the head button when you see him. Well, I'm putting. Okay. <laughs> you like talking head jokes, huh? <laughs> you need a head button right in his lip. <laughs> I'm gonna slap the back of his forehead. <laughs> I can't. 
<laughs> you said that's, the back of his forehead. That's that's his lower back. <laughs> <laughs> so I right, come on, let's focus. So so I'm like I'm at the salon. I'm like, yo, so Rosanna, so um, do me a favor. Um, answer me this. She goes. I go. How much do you charge for a man's haircut? She goes. Like yours? Yeah. I said, yeah. She goes, yeah. Like, oh, like 35. I go, oh, man. Oh, sh- <laughs> Yo, what? I said, 35 for this type of haircut? She goes, yeah. I go, oh, man. Wait a minute. What is she doing? Is she doing it all with scissors? Like, what is going yeah, she's oh. all scissors. Ah. So I'm like, oh, man, yeah. That's it. I said I said to her, yeah. Scissor I think I'm, I think I'm robbing my, my barber. Yo, you're definitely killing your barber. My barber raised his prices. No, so then she turns around and she goes, well, how much How much do you? Oh, Lord Jesus. So I said, man. I'm not telling you. Oh, she goes, why? I go, because he doesn't. I, I don't know what he charges. I just give him money and walk out. I just out. give him money and walk out. And she's Lord like, are you serious? Lord have mercy, Frankie. You got to stop telling people. So you know what she told me? <laughs> well, if you ever come here, it's 35 plus tip. Oh, <laughs> dang. Yo, at least she letting you know, man. No, but she's cool people. I, I, she does really good work. Uh, she's a friend of mine. So again, no, that's dope. if you're in the New Jersey area, her um, northern, northern New Jersey, she's in Nutley. The, Look at that. She's the our, salon is the class A. She's our first ad. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> no, Jimmy's our first ad. Yeah, Jimmy's our first ad. Uh, no, it's because it, I think it was funny that we were every time we go to places, it always comes back. Yeah, the whole barber thing. So I can't. Let me ask you something. Go ahead. What do you think about guys who kiss and tell? Oh, I, I like. What do you think about them? I don't like them. Yeah, right. Because you want to know why? Yeah, they, ahead, they, they'll me. kiss and tell, and then all of a sudden, you know all these things about them, and he's like, guess what? I'm going to marry her. Now we know Yeah, everything. like, yeah, why did you tell me all that? I don't need to know this. I feel so weird. Now, because it's a weird thing with guys. Some some guys, they like to, you know, after, you know, they have some companion or whatever, they, they come back to the guys, and they tell us all this stuff. Now, I want to be there for my friend, like, if it's a relationship issue. But when they start telling me all their personal business and who they hooked up with, it's kind of like, mm, I get a little awkward. I was just curious if that was just me or if that was just uh. I I, I stay away. I'm like, dude, I don't need to hear it. Because I feel like if you take if you say that much about your own personal life, what what exactly you say it about me? But we leave here. Oh no. I, well, you know something. Everybody talks about everybody. That's that's a fact. I mean, yeah, like, when you, you think so. And it's not always bad. Yeah. Okay. So like when you when you leave the studio, right? Mm-hmm. I stay down here. Kara for like, says, "Thank God he left." <laughs> like, oh, I can go to sleep now. No, you know, we, we'll end up with the, um, she goes, so how'd it go? It was good. You know, Rashawn and I, we yeah, did yeah. this. She goes, so what was your funniest point? I says, I don't remember. I know. We never remember anything. So I actually have to listen to the show. Yeah, yeah. So, so I can know because everything's all live and we don't write anything. So. Yeah. So she's like, oh, okay. So, but people talk about each other. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. I but like that's that type of stuff. But when people talk about like dating and stuff that they did and stuff that they don't want to do or stuff that that person's into. I don't, I'm not, I'm not interested. Yeah. 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 Because I think there's a line. There's definitely you a line. That person. And all of a sudden you're like, now you know everything about them. I'm like, mm. Oh, you did that. Mm. Oh my God. Grimy. I, I always look at it. Cause I know how nasty my friends are. Oh. And I'm always looking at the girl like, Ooh, <laughs> no, <laughs> like, I- you No, that's just, that's just disgusting. Oh, that's nasty. I, I tell them, dude, I don't need to hear it. I can't. So I got a question for you. Guys, shoot, 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 shoot. So you you know, I like grooming, being like always in shape and being sure you got a good haircut. You got a haircut yeah. every couple I'm of weeks. I'm looking greasy right now. Right? Yeah, go ahead. That's okay. Nobody can see us because the video's probably bad. Yeah, we're still frozen. Yeah, in the video. we're still frozen. Looks, but but we're here. Yeah. So um like for your face and all that, do you do like those facial things? Like those masks and No, but I want to. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I saw this dude, like <laughs> he did a video where he went and uh, he went into the bathroom, uh-huh. and he says, this is how guys wash their face. And he literally like just took soap 
smacked his face, threw some water on it, wiped it off, and then he walks out the room. He says, "This is how my wife does her face." He went into the he went. It was the same dude acting as his wife, and he like clapped his hands, and soft music came on. He put on like this whole mask and the cucumbers and eyes and all. And I was like, you know, we making fun of the ladies for doing all this, but I need to try this. <laughs> you, you, you really would do that? Would yo, you walk around the house with a facial, like those masks on, and I'm like, moving your lips? I'm, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna find my wife's stuff and I'm putting it on my face. Like it's going down. Because normally the facial routine is just bad. I'm just, you know, I get a good moisturizer, I get a good cleanser, and I call it a day. No. But no, the girls, they got a toner, they got a they got the mask, they got the I want to know what that stuff does. They got the whitehead remover. The thing, like, we need to do that, Frankie. I'm not doing that. No, we're gonna do it. No, I'm not doing no, that. We're gonna do it. and We're gonna record it. No, and I'm not doing that. Yeah, I, I can. I, I'll find somebody to do it with. You. Maybe I'll have Nick do it with you. All right, that's my guy. That's your guy. You guys that's can put guy. facial we need, stuff we're on. Do you can do the avocado wrap. Yeah, on that's exactly. Cucumbers in your we're, eyes. And guess what? Our skin is gonna be <laughs> glorious. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna be we're gonna be flowing. The sun's gonna be hitting us different. And no. Then, and then Felix is going to still be making fun of your forehead because you should have put some of that. So look, Felix is in. <laughs> Felix, first of all, we're going to need like nine, 900 avocados for your forehead. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, we're going to put cucumbers. We're going to have to do the, the long way. <laughs> yeah, we're going we're gonna to make it happen. We're, yeah. we're going to do a guy spa day. We're going to go to Soho. We're no, gonna go no. First of all, down. they're not going to let you in. They're, they're not going to let gonna you let in. Us in. We're going to bully our way in. You, Felix, and like, Nick. We want the mass treatment. They're going to be like, uh, you got to cross the river. Yo, that's it. You know what? I'm going to plan it for Father's Day. That's what we're going to do. Father's Day, we're all getting spa masks. We're going to get treated like 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 kings. No. Dude, what? Like, all right, let me ask you something. Would you go to a nail salon and get a pedicure? No. <laughs> you wouldn't do it? I did it once. It was the worst thing I ever did. <laughs> Why was it so bad? Because I hate people looking at my feet. <laughs> See, I hate people touching my feet. You hate people looking at your feet. But you know what? If you could do that, then you could do this. No. I'm not going to do it. You're doing it? Yo, you thought no. about it. No. <laughs> all right. I'm taking that as a yes. We're going to no, do it. Father's no, Day. You, can, going you can go with Nick. No, no. It's Father's Day. We're all going. Felix, you're in? It's a family trip. Felix is coming. Felix is coming. Nick, Nick. is going. We're all going to go. We're going to get masks done, and our skin is going to be glorious. So let me ask you something. Um, another thing that came up, I was talking to another friend of mine, and... He was talking about how he helped a friend uh, get a job at his company, right? Biggest mistake. Go ahead. He he gave him a referral. The guy interviewed. Nick is in. Maria just confirmed. Nick is in. We're doing it. Yo, it's going down, fellas. We're we're getting spa day treatments. We're we're getting we're getting masks. We're getting massages. We're we're, we're gonna. Oh no, I'll do the massage. Uh, see you all down with Frankie. We're gonna put you in another room. I can't breathe. Can <laughs> you turn off the? Make sure the AC's on. <laughs> on negative five. <laughs> yeah, no, no heat there. All right, wait. <laughs> All right, so wait. Dang, man, you made me lose train of thought. All right, so my friend was telling me how he hooked a friend up, we got him a job or whatever like that, and he and after he got the job, his friend like he ended up getting promoted like soon after his friend got hired, right? Mm -hmm. And he was saying, and his friend was like coming to him like. Yo, man, help me get promoted. Help me get promoted. And he was like, bro, I, you know, I'll, I'll tell you what I did to get promoted and the work that I did, but you got to do the work. Like, I can't, just because I'm now at this level, I can't just help you get here. And so he says he felt like his friend felt some type of way, like, 
that he was just brushing him off and it led to them having a big disagreement um, because he felt like his friend wasn't doing enough for him to advance. And he was like, he says, you, you now, now that you're at this manager level, you should be able to just hook me up. You like, if you made it, you should help me make it. And he says, yo, I, I will help you, but I can't do the work for you. So to speak. So long right. story, less long. Um, how do you feel about the friend hookup? Do you think that, for example, Frankie, imagine if you will, you become successful in something. Let's say you did your book, right? You you wrote your book, you sold your book, you made millions, right? Okay. You made millions. They're taking your book and they're they're making it into Netflix movies. You still don't have a Netflix subscription. Okay. I'm gonna have to boot like that. I won't be able to watch my own movie. You won't be able to watch the old movie that is about your book. And now you're a millionaire, right? Mm-hmm. Do you feel that you are responsible for helping all of your friends in their endeavors now that you made it? No. Tell me why. Because as grown men, you should be responsible for your own thing. Lead by example, not by by begging. I dig it. I dig it. I understand. I, will I help a couple? Yes. Yeah. I will. Th- those that I know are looking to move on and better themselves. But me, give a job to somebody just because we're friends? No, that's not going to happen. Gotcha. Never going to happen. Yeah. Never. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I know for a fact because I'm going to fire you. And then there's the friendship. Ooh, yeah. Because I am that guy. Yep. yep. You're fired. Yeah. I, I, I'm sorry, but it's my business. Yeah, no, you you hit the nail on the head, and I think that I was on the same page with you. So, and I was talking to my friend. I was like, because he felt guilty, because he was like, "Yo, I don't know how to like repair this friendship." And I and I I told him, I said, "Listen, you were only responsible for giving that friend the opportunity." People need to learn how to own their own. You know, yeah. earn your keep. Yeah, exactly. You got to hold your you like like I said, the friend is only responsible for giving you the opportunity. After that, it's on you to deliver and fulfill your your duty. Like. You know, to me, yo, I'm gonna tell you right now. To me, mm-hmm. a person that puts that puts me or you in that situation that says because you, like you want to help them out, yeah, they're not looking at you as a friend. Yeah, they're looking at you as an opportunity. Mm. That's not a friendship. So I already know that it's gonna be failure here because they're coming to me. You're not going to them because hey, I got an opportunity for you because I know you fit this job. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. To do it for, for, yo, you know, we boys, hook me up. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. Dude, you're going to work in the mailroom. Yeah. Oh, but I got a college degree. Okay, so. Yeah, this is where you at. You want to start? You want mailroom. There you go. That's the thing. I can always give you an opportunity, but then it's on you to just make the most out of that opportunity. Yeah, no. You got to earn it. What is Mimi talking about? She said, I saw that on TikTok. I don't know what she saw. Mimi, are you in the right chat? But I like it. I like it. Maybe she, maybe she saw a similar conversation. But yeah, man, I, I've, I've, my boy, he was, he was like pretty upset about it. He was like, um, he was like, yo, I don't understand. Like, he really beefing with me. He thinks that because now I got promoted, that I'm supposed to just open up a spot for him on his team and and help him make more money. He's like, dude, I, he said, I've been here for years. Yeah. Like, I can't just uh make that happen. And Philly says, if he told his daughter to do the midnight shift, he better not give that handout to the friend. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But, but I'm That's giving. Facts. I'll That's give, facts. I, I, see, but the, here's the difference. My daughter came because she wants the opportunity. That friend wants me just to give it to him. I'm giving her the opportunity. You got the midnight one. Earn it. Yeah. Just earn it. That's it. So I did, I did see some Charlemagne say something on the radio that I thought was so relevant to this conversation. 
He said, you can't be grateful for what you feel entitled to. Oh, think about that. Damn. That is a bar right there. Bam, 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 bam. Oh, my God. He, he hit Yo, hard. Dang. It took, a, it took a minute to resonate. You can't be grateful for for what you feel entitled to. See, so I... Yo, dang! Bang, 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 bang! <laughs> basically, what, basically, what he did was he told you the word "entitled," "entitled," "entitlement" uh, shouldn't exist. Yeah, how you gonna feel? How you, man, that's a bar, bro. Damn. He caught that. I was like, yo, you Yo, he caught that. me off guard. I know. I, I saw your face. You, I saw the wheels turning. You was like, like all right, can't even oh, dang! Yo, that's like that dirty yo, face. Like, ooh. When I, and, and I told, I sent that to my friend. I was like, yo, look at this, look at this, look at this. He talking about it. <laughs> yo, but but it's true. Yo, it is. That was like, that was that was perfect, man. One of the first things I'm going to do once I become president of the United States is I'm going to eliminate words from the dictionary. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> words that don't exist anymore. People are going to be like, well, I deserve that. I'm entitled. What's entitled? There's no longer in the dictionary. Go look for it. Are you serious? You're going to remove entitled I'm, from the dictionary? Yeah, it's, it's, gonna, it's, it's just going to be a bunch of letters together. That's, that's not even a word. No more. Doesn't no. exist. Webster took it out. Oxford took it out. Meri- uh, what is it? Meri- Meridian? Miriam. Miriam. She got it's rid gone. of it too. It's gone. Yeah, no. That word's gone. Encyclopedia Brown. It's gone. Yep, done. You remember Encyclopedia Brown? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, my God. All right, man. Um, what else you got, brother? Um, so you talked about careers. Right? Yeah. The, the guy. Yeah. What careers do you think changes personalities? Ooh. So okay. this was this was a conversation I had with a parent yesterday. Um, I, okay. I'm going to say from the high school. Okay. I'm not sure where her students go. I was I was at her place. Yeah. You know, my daughters are going to be going to high school, and I think her kids go to high school. So we were talking about careers and opportunities mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then we got into careers that changes personalities. Wow. Um, so my question to you is, what careers do you think changes personalities? That is funny. I don't really think it's a specific career for me. I think oh. it's a matter of rank in that career that changes personality. I think everybody who enters a so whether you're a graphic designer whether you're a teacher, whether you are a janitor, whatever it is you're pursuing, I think everybody goes into the job with this almost naiveness of feeling like I'm going to make a difference here or I'm going to make an impact here or I'm going to give my all to this particular career. And I think they're still mostly the same. I think the personality shifts as they become scarred (laughs) through either dealing with people the politics of where, wherever the, the career involves, and as they advance higher up the ladder. And I feel that when they go higher up the ladder and you start managing people and managing different people and then managing different expectations and managing uh, investors' interests, I think you become jaded. And that's when the personality starts to change. Now, unless you're the person who was all like that's that's the only way i feel like it would change i don't know about a specific career unless you're a cop oh boom <laughs> you finally hit it i'm like holy crap how long is it gonna take you i didn't want to how long is it gonna take you just say it cop ems wait ambulance fire department all jobs that changes personalities yeah no but so a cop changes you but i think i don't think it does initially no, it changes. So you got to be you got to you got to have some type of arrogance to become a cop. I really believe that. 
Really? You got to have this thing that you're that, that you're you can beat the world. I really do. I don't see, no. So like cuz one of my best friends is a cop. I don't he went into he became a cop. He became a cop because he literally wanted to make a difference in the community. Like he literally like he was in the army. He he uh he did I think three tours. When he got out of the army, he went to criminal justice and he was just like, yo, every I want to take all my training. I want to go. And he literally went back to my neighborhood in Jersey City and he became a cop. And he like that was like right. his intention. There, there are those exceptions. Yeah, obviously. But they're not entitled. They're exceptions. <laughs> no, there are officers. And I know Felix, Felix over here typing up a thousand words. For oh, God. He's like, I'm a retired cop. OK, I get it. Oh, it's- Felix is a cop. <laughs> I get that. I know you're on here, but bang bang, Felix, bang bang. But I'm not gonna stop asking my question because I, I really, there 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 are times. I love it. A lot of the times, Felix, I try to shoot you some bail. But they, a lot of the times, most of the time, the people that become officers are they have this. I know what you're saying. Eagle thing. I know and, what you're and saying. And let me tell you something, Felix, DJ Kojak, yeah, yeah, officers, yeah. they're not like that. Yeah, I know what you're I, saying. I will tell you that. But there's a lot of them that they they need that job because it fits their character. There, it does take a bit of, I don't want to say alpha dominant, but it does take a bit of a personality that a, a dominant personality that I could step and use my authority to demand respect. And I think that comes in training with them. I think they have to have that because depending on the area you're policing or the area that you have to, you know, patrol or whatever, you can't come in there as a cop halfway right they'll walk all over you they'll they'll you know ridicule they'll do who knows you just can't you have to be hard the whole time you got to be defensive all the time i do think um some cops could do more mediation than than right no so forth but so we're we were talking we were talking because um we talked about police officers like that, uh, fire department that become, you know, they, they become a certain way. This guy's yeah. just, he's going to be a pain in my butt for the next two weeks for this. Yeah. And then um, we talked about people that worked on the ambulance and, you know, paramedics. And, yeah. and those are jobs that actually, because of what you see. Yeah, trauma. The trauma. Your character changes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I've known people that are very well balanced and became an, uh, a medic. Yeah, and you're of, right. All of a sudden now they're cold-hearted. You're right. Because now nothing phases them. Yeah. No, but see, but see, so you said, what do I, what, what career do I think changes them? I think all careers could do that to you, but I don't think it happens initially just by you choosing that career. No, no, no. Yeah, I, that's I, what I, no. I think that's what I was trying to. No, it's not. Be, yeah. No, I just, I just think that once they're in there, it, once you become a part of that culture. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it happens if you let it get to you. Again, there are the exceptions. I mean, Kojak. Absolutely. Um, no, no, no. You're one. They, now, they, you're, they don't take. They didn't take it to that level. To them, they did a job and they went home yeah. and spent time with their family. That part, I, I'm 100 percent agree with you. I think. I think a lot of uh, different jobs are like that. You know that the that the the rate of divorce. Yeah, for police officers, for police officers, firemen. Yeah, because they their hours are so all over the place. They miss events. They yeah they become different people. Yeah, and they change. So we were talking, and we we were talking about an experience where a guy. A lot of them are depressed. Listen, a guy became a racist. Wow. Right? So you're thinking no big deal, right? No, I do think that's no, a big deal. No, no, no. I'm no, black. No, no, no. <laughs> I think it's like, no big deal because the guy's, the guy's Puerto Rican, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he became racist. Dang. That's cold. Right? Because he's like, why, you know, why do you, but he became, he became like racist against Puerto Ricans. Dang. That's because sad. where was he working? He was working in the inner cities where areas. Earth where, and boy. 
<laughs> we wish. No, actually, um, I, I don't know if it was Jersey City or Elizabeth. It was one of those towns where the population at the time when he was there, you know, working there, majority were poor. It had to be Jersey City because uh, yeah, Elizabeth is like more yeah. Portuguese. So he he became a racist to himself, uh, to his own crazy, kind, yeah. That the family told him, you need to quit this job because yeah. this is not who you are. No, it does that. But you know what? That burnout, that burnout, I think, happens with um, a lot of different pe- careers, though. Like I've seen it. We've seen it with uh, like with I would say with teachers. Me, you just spoke about this last week, how certain teachers where they go through a burnout period where they start, in fact, uh, impacting children's lives and their education, saying, oh, you'll never be anything because I was never anything. And this life is cruel and you you won't even make it like they be they crush, you know, certain students dreams because they face burnout. Yeah, they become miserable. But I I, I do think that um, I agree with you. So, yeah, I do think. I don't think there's a surefire way of picking a career um, where you won't become jaded unless you are doing something that is purely driven by uh, doing good for others. Like a, like you a professional volunteer, you run a charitable fundraiser or organ. And even that you'll still face different politics and still face different uh, situations where with funding and not being able to save everybody, you know, You'll still face those kind of issues that could jade you a little bit. But, yeah, I think it's just a matter of rank, man. Yeah, well, I'm going to tell you something. I've been in IT for 20, uh, 30 years, I think. Oh, you definitely scarred. Yeah, but I still married self. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? You There are different people. There are people, like say, like Felix. They have twin personas. They have one persona when they go to work that the world sees. And then they have another persona that their family sees and they're able to turn it on and off. Some people are able to do that because the stuff you face with Frankie dealing with it and dealing with the stress and everything that you deal with, you never bring that home. No, I don't. You don't bring that home. No, your children and your wife, they never see the side of you that I saw you on the phone just now <laughs> dealing with an issue. They don't see that. <laughs> you, saw, you saw how my personality changed? Yeah, yeah like Jekyll and Hyde. <laughs> yeah, and then I hung up. I'm like, man, that's one of my good ones. I know. Oh, man, I really like that guy. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the good ones. But, but you know, like, I really do believe that, you know, like, when you when you take out a career, remember that yeah. if you're there to support a family or something like that, leave the career where it's at. Leave no, absolutely. It don't, don't bring it home with you because... It's crazy. So the 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 part the lady I was talking to said that that her husband burned out so bad that when they bring up because he was a, he was a paramedic and it, it almost cost you know like cost problems in the family. Yeah, I don't know if it almost cost a divorce or anything. I didn't, we didn't get into that, but it's gotten to the point that it was so bad that he's so burnt out on it that when they talk to him, they, his kids ask him about it. He says, "I don't want to talk about it." Yeah, dang. So and I told her, you know, he has PTSD from it. He saw yeah. a lot. Yeah. So and and he, I think he was Jersey City. Especially a lot of people. Yo, don't even get me started with Jersey, but um, especially people in the military, all those people. I and again, you know, we could tie this all back to mental health and stuff, but uh, we don't need to revisit that. But um, but yeah, man, I think uh, I have another topic, but I don't know if we have enough time because how long we've we been rocking right now? Yeah, we got a few minutes. So, uh, got a few minutes. Yeah, we got maybe like another ten. So. All right, I'm going to touch on this last one, then I'm all done, Frankie. So, yeah, I'm on empty now. Okay, this last one I got is, and this one's kind of a downer, I think. Um, but it touches on something that you said last week, because I have 
uh, family members and stuff that listen to to the show. And you was taught touching on last week about relationships. Remember we was talking about prioritization of relationships. Yeah. And you was talking about how certain people take certain relationships for granted and so forth. <clears throat> well, I had somebody call me and was like, "Yo, that was a you know that was deep what you guys were talking about." Um, and they shared with me how a family member of theirs is pretty much in like a, a abusive relationship. Like the guy verbally abuses her and physically abused her. And it was a huge altercation. Apparently this guy, he's a, he's a drinker or whatever it might be. And they got into a physical altercation. Um, there's children involved and they split up and then she took him back. Okay. And even though, um, <laughs> Felix, I went all spiritual. I'm not doing that. I'm not Joel Olstein today. Um, but she took him back, and the relationship is obviously toxic, Frankie. And uh, he's still doing his ways. He can't keep a job. He constantly messes up. And um, what her advice was to me was, how do you deal with this relationship, especially when children involve, like, she says, like, she's trying to help her friend, like, coach her out of, like, breaking out of that and moving on there, moving on her own, like, taking that risk to just because she doesn't have a lot of family support and she's like she's scared to do it by herself even though she's already doing it by herself because this dude is not doing his part so they ask she says do you think you could ask on a podcast like what advice would you give to a person who's stuck in a very toxic relationship so i'll shoot it to you frankie what advice would you give to this person you know they have two kids and um they're in a bad spot so i'm gonna put it this way go ahead all right um you whoever this person is has to understand that they have to be ready to take the step. When you take a drastic step like that, you take it by yourself. You can't depend on anybody. You have you have to be the one person that says it's going to happen. I'm going to it's going to happen today and that's it. You got to you you got to actually put the whole the whole thing in motion. The problem is that they need to the person that's going through it needs to accept the fact that it's over. They're giving too many opportunities. Mm. What they're doing is hurting themselves and hurting the kids. The most important, okay, and I'm talking my personal opinion here. Yeah. My personal opinion. Yeah. Because I, I, you know, I grew up in a broken home. So I know some of what that is, that that happened there. Um, Never show your kids what's going on. Always give them a positive attitude. Mm -hmm. Tell them everything is going to work out. Be sure that you always provide them a meal. Be sure that they are always taken care of. And say that mom will always take it. We, I will always have a plate for you, a roof for you, and somewhere to sleep. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the first thing, because the kids are actually going to need mm-hmm. that trust in somebody because they know that the parents are not doing the right thing. Yeah, they're struggling. Once the kids believe that, she's going to know that she needs to make it better for them, and that's when she's going to turn around and say, "You know something? This is the last straw." Mm-hmm. But she has to do it herself. She can't. She can't expect anybody because ninety percent of the people are gonna try to convince you not to do it. Yeah. The other ten are gonna be like, "Do you really want to do that by yourself?" Yeah. And the, and the problem. The problem with that is that nobody's there when you're getting beat up. Yeah. Nobody's there when your kids are starving. Yeah. Just you and them. So you need to, you know, put that in, a, in, in into perspective. You know, you don't worry about anybody else. Every God will provide. I hate to say it that way, but you will always have a meal. You will mm-hmm. always find a place to sleep. The struggles are real, but it's only going to make you stronger. That's the best thing I can do. Nah, I think well put, Frankie. Um, 
and thank you for that. Yeah, that 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 was a tough one because I, I yeah. like as I'm saying it, yeah, I'm I'm remembering things that I went through. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like we had a, we had a problem when my when my family where my mother had a, we had to leave. Mm-hmm. So it was an overnight thing. Pack your bags. We gotta go. Yeah, we went back because yeah. obviously because you know she's she's trying to be a responsible parent. Yeah, but at the same time, you know she's, she's like. Do I really want to continue doing this? It happened several times, mm-hmm. and then, but when once she realized that she can't do this anymore, it ended. Yeah, and let me tell you, May 15, nineteen eighty-five, it ended. Dang, nah, man, nah, that's powerful, man. All right, that that's the anniversary that I call my mother every year and I say thank you. Nice, yeah. All right, nah, man. Um, I don't, I, I don't have much to really say on top of that. I think you covered all the bases there. I mean, there is always the change is uncomfortable and um and i think everybody's scared to make change and uh, everybody is scared to step out on the ledge to to um get away from what they already know and as some of people say the devil you know is better than the devil you don't know but i i think you when you go with that mentality you leave yourself trapped i'll never forget on the other podcast thing two shows ago i was talking about how you need to be loved your need, your your self love should be greater than your need to be loved. Absolutely. And I'm gonna piggyback off that one and say, you can't have a healthy relationship and still have a toxic relationship with yourself. No. You have to want better for yourself in order for you to achieve better for yourself. So if you are in a toxic situation where you are being physically hurt, emotionally hurt, uh, verbally hurt, you are not loving yourself enough. To believe that you deserve better and i just want i hope that you find what it is the trauma that you're holding on to that had that has you believing that you don't deserve better because you do and i hope that you find what it is um look to your children and know that you want to stop whatever trauma you're going through to not be transferred to your children like yeah. frankie said find that line in the uh sand for yourself to say it stops here yeah, you and, definitely have to do that. Yeah, and, so, and take those steps. So it's funny. I I, I remember uh, when I was a kid, um, and the the things were going on. Yeah, and I would fall asleep, and then I would wake up a little bit, and I would see my mom just looking at us. Yeah, you know, and I'm looking at her, but I'm still half asleep, but I don't move, right? Yeah. And then years later, I was talking to her one day, and um, she she said that you know she would look at us, and in her mind she was having the conversation, "What am I gonna do now?" Wow. Dang. And That's she, so yeah. she was kind of having a conversation with us. Yeah, she was but, looking at y'all. But we couldn't answer her because we were sleeping yeah, and yeah. we were kids, so we don't know what the But she was like sort of verbalizing it out to herself like yeah. this this I'm going to do better for y'all. Yeah, and she did. And that's what and that's what happens. So people always worry about the other door. Yeah. And that's the problem. So you're you're taught one way. Yeah. Right? So you this is the door they tell you. This is the way you're supposed to do things. And then you take a different path to a different door yeah so the reality of life is that when you get to this point it's okay to step back and go find another door absolutely not, you're not talking about grass you're not talking about yeah um you know being scared no just open another door yeah because as soon as you open that one the first the first one yeah closes yep yep and the deeper you go in the second one closes because yeah, yeah, you created yeah. a new path yep. and then your kids are going to follow it yep yeah all right man didn't want to end on a sad note, but I hope we leave left on a positive note uh, for those that needed to hear it. So hopefully these words are encouraging to you and 
Hopefully they're a blessing to you. But I think me and Frankie are done. I think me and Frankie need to figure out what day we're doing this spa day. Because, brother, you are getting a mask on your face. <laughs> you, Nick, and Felix. We're going to get our foreheads massaged. Oh my I mean, God. Felix, it might take you a little longer. Um, he's, he's talking about mine. He's, he's saying that I, he, said, he told me last week that I can have billboards on my forehead. I was like, really? <laughs> my boy. Nah, me, Nick, Felix, it's going down. We're going to record it. We're going to tell Simon to take pictures. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a, it's going to be a show in itself. All right. Felix said, these are the moments that make this, this show special. Thank you. Thank you, Felix. Yo, appreciate everybody in the chat. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and, and rocking with us and enjoying the show. We appreciate everybody who was providing their input. Please, once again, if you haven't already, please subscribe to our show on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Samsung Podcasts, Stitcher, whatever is your favorite streaming uh, device or service that you prefer to use. Please make sure you look up Life Lessons with Idiots and give us a follow. Also, check us out on Instagram as well as on Facebook so you can stay up to date whenever we have new shows dropping. And always, if you have any comments like or ideas like Maria and you want to send us a message, please send an email to lifelessonswithidiots at gmail.com or feel free to send us a direct message on those social media sites uh, that I mentioned before, Spotify, I said <laughs> Spotify, Instagram or Facebook. Just hit us up. Uh, again, always a pleasure. Thank you, all of my fellow idiots that are in the chat. Shout out to you, Felix. Thank you, Mimi. Thank you, Nick and Maria. Thank you, Half Pint. Thank you, everybody. I can't see anymore because Frankie, Frankie has the screen blocked and I can't oh, see. Oh, Don, I'll tell you who they are. <laughs> but, yeah, shout out to my wife. Shout out to, uh, yeah, everybody who uh, showed us love today. Appreciate y'all. Uh, oh, it's, uh, it's my turn? No, Frankie, just put on the music, man. <laughs> now, we're going to get out of here. We love y'all. Peace in a bottle of hair grease. We give you these lessons so that you can have blessings. We are out of here. I don't know when we're recording because I think I'm going to Jamaica next week. I got to go to a wedding. I'm going to have a lot to talk about when I come back. <laughs> Good night, all. Good night. Love y'all. Peace. Ethiopia. Idiots. Hey. 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 So listen up. Life lessons with idiots. Till next time. Goodbye. Peace.
you know, you shouldn't have to go through these, these experiences. Listen to people that have gone through it yeah. and just take those steps because you're really, what you're doing is giving up on life. Even though That's you're true. still living, you, you, you get 80 years. Yeah. And yeah. You, you, you gotta take action, man. Take action because if not, you're gonna be miserable. It's just horrible. Yeah. But I'm, I'm just happy that we were able to uh, put the message out there. Hopefully, they, they appreciate it. Yeah, man. Um, when do you travel? Uh, next week. Wednesday. Alright. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Let me just pull this here. We'll figure it out.